Welcome back to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast, a show all about inspiring smart, busy women to put their happiness at the top of their to-do list. Join your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, as she chats with amazing women who have figured out how to make their happiness a priority, and more importantly, what it's really like to go from hot mess to awesomeness. And now, on with the show. everyone. Welcome to the break that every busy woman deserves, episode number three. I am sweaty. Again, this is sort of, I love this daily occurrence. Um, it's, uh, it's welcomed because I haven't been out of my house for a very long time. <sighs> and I'm feeling really good. So thank you so much for joining me in the awesome dance party. And thank you, Olympia, for your fabulous music choices. Um, I had to add in a fourth song just to get us through, but uh, I, I'm a big fan. And so you may have seen in the email I put out today that I am putting together a YouTube list of all of our dance songs so you can access it there and then I'll figure out how to, I don't know, put it together. I think that might be all right. And you can make a little like dance playlist and you do your thing and rock out and think of how awesome this has been. Okay, so that's that. <laughs> Today, I've invited uh, Olympia, and I, I haven't known her physically, like in this realm, I want to say, for very long, but I really feel like there's this huge connection. And the day, I think the first day we chatted, Olympia, I, it, like, I know it's real, because I really have two speeds of friendship, like acquaintance, or I tell you everything that goes on in my life, every deep, dark secret, and I'm like, I'm, I'm down there for the long haul. And uh, I think we were sitting at the Y and just, you know, moms watching kids at a pool. And, and uh, it was, it was really amazing for me. Anyway, I'm really glad that you're here. So I wanted to let everybody know a little bit about Olympia sort of officially, I guess. So Olympia works professionally with families as a birth doula. And she supports, inspires, and holds sacred space as she invites women to create their own unique, empowered birth experiences. She continues to develop her work by incorporating specific modalities that allow her to offer a path to integrated wisdom, which in turn brings awareness to the huge transformational opportunities presented during the phases of a woman's life through menstruation to pregnancy, childbirth, postpartum, and beyond. And I want to say that had I had the opportunity to meet Olympia and to be present in my own mind to be able to receive the gifts that she offers, um, I, I really feel that my personal experiences with birth and pregnancy and postpartum uh, would have been much different. So, um, you know, I was the I'm going to walk in backwards so that they can fill me full of drugs because I don't want to feel it. I don't want to be there. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to be a part of it. Um, and, uh, you know, went through some general trauma and then postpartum anxiety. And I, I really look back and go what I know now and the, the beautiful people that are in my life who, who again have such gifts to offer, um, the more I can literally scream from the rooftops that it doesn't have to be a, a, a terrible experience a, a, or whatever word you want to put in there that is not uh, pleasant, ecstatic or enjoyable. Um, and to, for me to make that switch, when I first started talking to her about it, I'm like, what? you use those nice words around that experience? Oh, I need to learn some stuff. So I'm super, super grateful to have her with us today uh, during these times when we are going through our own transformational changes. So welcome, Olympia. Thank you. Can you hear me? 
I can. Yeah. Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank awesome. you so much. So Olympia, um, you know, you're, you're like many of us, you have a very interesting, fabulous and unique past that brought you to this space. I'd love to hear a little bit more about your journey that brought you to that, that beautiful introduction. Um, and, and kind of where you're at now as the world stands. Um, so I, I guess it was the birth of my daughter, um, that, um, brought me here. Um, I was actually the kind of person who never had the desire to have children myself. Um, I was very career orientated. Um, I, before becoming a doula, I was a special effects makeup artist, kind of traveling the world. I studied in London, England, lived in Europe for 13 years and um, knew nothing about birth. Um, and the first birth I attended was my sister's and it was about a four day, she went in on a Thursday to get induced and it wasn't until Monday morning that they kind of really kicked off with all the inductions and ended up having a cesarean and a lot of um, hemorrhaging and just a lot of stuff to kind of deal with from that. And after meeting my husband and becoming pregnant myself as a bit of a surprise, I just had this strong innate feeling that my body is designed to do this. I, I don't want to do it the way my sister did it. And I didn't even feel the need to go into the hospital because it wasn't an emergency. Um, this was a natural process. So I just started researching the minute she was kind of conceived and kind of filled my awareness with positive birth stories and surrounded myself with positive support. And I had an incredible birthing experience where contractions were painless. Um, I thought I had hours to go because my water never broke until she was actually physically coming out. Um, and I just remember holding her in my arms afterwards. I think the, the midwife came exactly 11 minutes before she was in my arms. Um, and I was just like, is this it? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like all the stories that I've heard my entire life about birth, all the births I've seen on TV and in the media, this is not what I just experienced. And I, I wish I knew that at the beginning, even though I had that kind of innate trust, I still had the doubts that would come in and tell me that um, the pain and the hard work was what was pushing the baby down and that the kind of painless, peaceful spots I was getting to meant that I was stopping the process. So I kind of had to have this conversation in my head and put those thoughts aside to really drop in and have the experience that I had. And after experiencing that, I just naturally wanted to share that with others. And in sharing that with others, then they started having similar outcomes and I started educating myself more, studied to become a doula. And now I go to work where I experience the same incredible thing happening to my clients in their own unique ways, which just kind of impact this belief in my system that we can birth in a different way. Um, yeah, it's incredible. And I, I want to say also that every birth is perfect, no matter 
what the experience was. And a part of the work that I do now is also taking people back to birth experience of maybe them birthing their children or from their birth, from their mothers and facing, embracing those pieces of trauma that they're still holding within them and finding that, that blessing within it, that, that wisdom and we integrate that and, and they move forward in life in a completely different way where no matter how we birth, there's like amazing gifts to behold. And yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of where I am now. And wow. yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I, um, I'm having an emotional response. So I'm just going to take a second. Um, yeah. So what's going through my head is that would be a gift for me to be able to go back and reconnect to the, to the beauty that was there. And, and, and the little bit that I do know from you and the connection we've already created, I can already see it all. Like I can see it all and you can integrate that and move forward in in such a beautiful way. And I feel like these times really, well, I think because I'm so ingrained in, in the birth world, I kind of see birth as a metaphor for almost everything in life. And um, yeah, we go through contractions and expansion throughout our entire life, not just in birth. And the contractions, we don't have to have these negative reactions to. And when I guide mothers and see them go through the contraction through labor where they embrace it and instead of resisting it and crunching up and tensing up allowing themselves to just relax into it and move through that like it's it's amazing and and the same thing for now there's so much fear going on and um it seems like there's this sort of pendulum where either people are at the one side where it's kind of reacting in fear and making decisions out of that kind of fear response or there's this other side which kind of I guess is represented in like spring break in America right now where people are like this isn't going to touch me and it's kind of like this ignorance or ignorance of the situation and it's the same for women going into birth where they can make all their decisions out of the fear from all the stories that they're told that birth is this horrible painful traumatic thing um, and they choose their birth choices from that place or the other side to that is that they don't even make any choices and they just kind of follow this um, kind of pathway that's laid out and don't kind of educate themselves and I don't know an example would be like my mom and grandmother did home birth so I'm just going to do it without actually making that decision from within themselves. And then there's this middle point where you kind of connect into your own knowing and truth and body and make those decisions from that place. And no matter what the outcome or the situation is, witnessing women come from that place, it's, it's one of the most empowering, strong things I've ever witnessed where 
it's it's circumstances don't even hold much energy because they're so fully in the truth and the authenticity that is no. them and the experience that they were here to experience. I um I'm seeing so many parallels between what's going on now and and what we've been talking about over the past couple of days in relation to making the choice on on your response and then inviting more of what you want into your awareness. So you know that idea of the pendulum um and and where people reside in relation to whether they believe life is happening to them or for them and how much control mm -hmm. we have um i think that you definitely uh, me personally i'm looking at what you know i help other women to understand about all the experiences of their life like we get to, to choose we can't choose what happens in the external but we do get to choose how we respond and um and i'm i'm really grateful for that knowledge and i love and again I, I love the thinking of it in in the way of of birth and, and growth and maternal I, I listened to a um meditation today by sarah blondin some of you may know her from the love awake podcast or for the fact that i share her stuff all the freaking time because i love her and i couldn't figure out how to share this one but it was a message of hope to us now and she talked about embracing um yourself as the mother that you need to be and and being able to to come from a place of of that maternal instinct like i'm okay i'm i'm all right and and you know i can i can be okay and i can be all right and it was just this beautiful thing and again it's probably the reason why i listened to it today is because yeah. you're to be here and i didn't <laughs> know what i was going to listen to and the fact that you and i were texting each other simultaneously at the same time <laughs> ding, ding. i was like oh, of course that's how that happens um, so thank you. Thank you for that, uh, that perspective and, um, and for sharing that. What, um, I know now, I mean, I, I, I'm aware that for so many of us, we're not able to go and be in contact with people. So, um, what would you say is sort of your biggest challenge, um, for you and your world and, um, and then what your, what challenges you're facing, um, with your with your moms and and what what steps you're taking to again to to pivot that's kind of the word that I've been using that that shift that we need to make in order to still be of service. So, as kind of doula practitioners, our our work is kind of completely up in the air at the moment. Things are changing all the time. Um, some hospitals are not even allowing partners to go in with the birthing. Um, moms, let alone an extra doula. Um, so organizations are working really hard to, um, I guess, educate them on the statistics of we aren't just another visitor. We're kind of vital. We play a vital role in the birthing room. Um, but where I'm coming from at the moment is trying to distill all that I do in a way where I can guide and coach without having to physically be there. And I keep coming back to my own birth because I didn't have a doula. I didn't know what a doula was at that time. And, and like I said, my midwife came 11 minutes before Zelda was in my arms. And um, I was 
in such a place of peace. I remember I, I ended up getting into the bathtub and I dropped right in where like this spot on the wall in front of me was like keeping me completely centered and all I had to do was focus on breathing and I actually asked my husband to leave the bathroom because he kept trying to talk to me when I had to go in and focus so he was actually just sitting in the living room waiting and I the midwife called I spoke to her on the phone and I'm like when do I know when you should come like I, I have no idea um, not knowing that probably 20 minutes later Zelda would be there um, and not knowing that this was transition because transition is normally described as like the most intense part, um, sometimes the most painful, where for me, the closer I got, the more I kind of dropped everything and allowed myself to kind of drop in deeper. So it was actually easier for me. I didn't really feel her. I feel pain of her coming through my vaginal canal. I sat on the toilet thinking I had to go for a poo and she was crowning and I had no idea because there wasn't that painful sensation that you kind of expect. Um, so kind of distilling what I did for myself to have that kind of trust that I could surrender into that moment and just allow my body to do all the work where all I had to do was breathe um, is kind of what now I think I want to work with women all over the place because there is this extra level of fear of the virus on top of fear of going into birth. So if we can work through those fears and embrace them, receive the gifts from them, and they can go into it with that kind of trust in their own ability, their own knowing, um, feeling that empowerment, then I believe they can do it as a single woman on their own. They've got all that they need. Um, so I don't know, like some doulas are now on the phone, like <laughs> speaking to their clients. Some are doing video calls and we're all trying to work out, do I bring an, an iPad into the birthing room so I can still be present there? Um, I guess it's not really concrete for us at the moment, but I think what I want to focus on is distilling that trust in their own ability so that they've got it all within themselves. And I'm, what I'm hearing as someone who is not um, going to give birth again um, is that would be, for me, that's the gift I, I would like to receive right now is mm. my, uh, the ability to go in and to, to, to get to that space of trust and surrender. Um, as we go through these times that, you know, we are, you know, uh, I think Christine, you did a, a live earlier today and talking about, you know, the, the gifts of being able this time to, to create something new and in an essence, a, a, a creation, a birth of some sort. And um, instead of looking at the challenge and how hard it is to, for things to be new, uh, to be able to surrender to the process and know that we have everything within us to make these things happen. And we have community of beautiful people who can see our greatness, even when we can't. And, um, and I'm, again, I'm grateful to have you in my world. I, again, I don't have the uh, physical capacity to have more children, but to have you in my life and to be able to have this kind of conversation is so enlightening for me at this level and at this time. Um, 
And, and so thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I just think you're super duper fucking awesome. Sorry if they're. <sighs> Um, I also see lots of positives to this, like the mm -hmm. fact that a lot of pregnant moms um, still need to work right up until their labors, still need to go to that hustle bustle of the stresses of everyday life, now get to be at home, mm -hmm. get to connect more into their bodies, get to listen to their bodies and be kinder to themselves and as they're growing the new being for this world and and spending that quality time with their family it it like that's a kind of perfect situation that I would hope for every pregnant mom to be able to have but it's just normally that wasn't the case but now we're being supported to do that right um so there there are some plus size sides to it um yeah if we can just embrace that fear and he can't hear us just so you can okay <laughs> <laughs> um absolutely i so i will as you know if you've been i mean i'm going to share how to get in touch with with olympia and if there's any woman in your life who you feel um, that this kind of conversation this level of energy this kind of support would be beneficial whether um i think uh, about to be mom or or not again looking at someone like myself who would love to have that opportunity to to reflect and go back and and do that work on uh, past trauma and release that from me um then yeah i'm i'm please connect with this beautiful person does anybody have any questions uh, for Olympia? Anything that you'd like to share or say? And we definitely have time for, we always have time for that. So. All right. This is a lot of listening. These women do a lot of listening and a lot of listening. <laughs> <laughs> they just take it all in and, uh, and it's awesome. Fabulous. So, I just think it's cool that you yeah. do that and provide that type of service I mean even like reliving those past traumas to help you kind of like relive it and get through it and have a different light on it is is pretty amazing I mean there's so many women like my mother included she had me 35 years ago and she still talks to this day about the trauma she went through by having me and she says you know it was it was inhumane and it was super cruel and um i think she just relives that all the time and so you know growing up i was super fearful of having children just from hearing her story thinking you know if it was my mom and i am i if you anyone knows my mom i am identical to my mother like in every single aspect like if you look at us from behind, you wouldn't even know if it was her or me. It's just crazy. But um, so then I assumed, you know what, I'm following in her footsteps and that's probably going to be my story as well. And I mean, I had a totally different um, change of events and um, I had two beautiful C-sections and it was meant to be and I didn't labor. So I have no idea what that is even about. But um, I mean, being able to gift her something like that would be pretty amazing, I think for her, you know, Mother's Day is coming up and I think that would be kind of an ultimate gift. So I definitely would love to connect with you and chat a little bit more. That sounds great. Yeah, thanks. Awesome. <laughs>
So there's a beautiful comment from Teresa. So if you haven't, I mean, it's okay if you're not looking at the chat box, but, um, but thank you for sharing that, Teresa. I appreciate that. Um, so I'm just going to, I'm going to out Teresa a little bit. So Teresa loves to dance and she came on uh, yesterday when we did our dance with two dance parties yesterday and she came on and I was watching her because I'm like, I know this woman's got moves. So I'll just shout out to Teresa. It was pretty awesome. You're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still learning how to operate the Zoom. So, well, you're here, and that's that's, I, that's okay. So, you can hear me. I absolutely can hear you. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> well, I so appreciate listening to Olympia today. Thank you so much, Olympia. My name's Teresa, and I completely resonated with your story because I had very similar experience with my two children. I had all this, I'm, I'm in my 50s now, so my children are older. However, back in that day, they didn't even offer midwifery and doulas. Um, well, they were actually to an extra cost, I guess, for midwives. Um, okay. But my family were so fearful of my wishes to have a birth at home and have a very natural experience. Because to me, it was like, this is all natural to me. Like, why would I want to go into a hospital? But of course, I had a lot of fears and concerns coming from my family members. Mm -hmm. So... I'm in the process of looking at a different career. And when you were talking about being a doula, I'm like, <laughs> all over. So I'm actually interested in how to go about maybe becoming a doula. Yeah, I'd love to talk to you more about that. It just, <laughs> it, it lights me up because it is still quite a rare thing. And um, yeah, a few of my clients have now started studying to become doulas themselves. And um, yeah, I'd love to talk to you more about that. Oh, that would be wonderful. Awesome. Thank you so much for your talk and your sharing. Yes. Thank you. So as an added gift for us, um, Olympia is going to be sharing uh, a beautiful meditation. She actually recorded it earlier in case there was going to be uh, a small child running around her right now. Um, so <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Take a moment to get yourself situated, finding a relaxed position, lying down or seated, gently closing your eyes, feeling the support of the surface beneath you, beginning here by taking some long, slow, deep breaths down into your belly. Witnessing the gentle rise and fall of your navel. Moving your breath throughout your entire body, imagine your inhale starting at your toes. Moving up, up, up through your body, up to the crown of your head and exhaling. Ah. Releasing anything you have brought with you here in this moment. Putting down your bags, letting go, surrendering even more deeply into your body and onto the surface beneath you. Take the time right now to think of something in your life that felt good, that you appreciated. Feel into it. Now think of another, and another, 
keep going, think of five things you appreciate in your life, really feeling that appreciation. I invite you now to create a Sankalpa, which is Sanskrit for intention. How would you like to feel coming out of this practice today? Create a statement. When I arise out of this meditation today, I will feel rested, rejuvenated, restored, inspired, appreciated, strong or healthy, this is your moment to declare how you choose to feel. So when I arise out of this meditation today, I will feel. Say this statement to yourself three times silently. I want you to turn your attention now inwards, feeling into your body. Allow yourself to feel any sensations that are present inside your body. Without judgment, simply noticing what are the sensations inside your body. Is there any part of your body that is calling out to you louder than other parts? Any sensations of pain or pleasure or emptiness? Again, no judgment. You simply want to be present and feel whatever it is your body wants you to receive. Taking your awareness into your toes. Notice what it feels like inside your toes. Moving now throughout your feet. Noticing what it feels like in the balls of your feet, the arch of your feet, your heels. What does it feel like inside your ankles, inside your shins, your calves, your kneecaps? Noticing any sensation in the backs of your knees, backs of your thighs, your outer thighs, your inner thighs. Moving your attention up into your pelvis, into your entire belly, your solar plexus. Just noticing what your sensations are. And taking your attention to the backside of your body, your buttocks, your tailbone, sacrum, feeling into your lower spine, moving that attention up, feeling into your entire lower back, noticing what sensations are there for you as you move your awareness up into your mid-back and still further up, your upper back, your shoulders, shoulder blades, and then bring your attention back into the front of your body. Noticing what sensations are in your heart, your chest, your throat. Again, no judgments, simply feeling into these areas, 
Now back into your shoulders. I want you to stream your attention down your arms, your upper arms, your biceps, your elbows, feeling into your forearms, your hands, your fingers, your fingertips, noticing all the sensations as you bring your attention and awareness back up to your throat. And now gently moving into your head, your face, feeling what it's like inside your face, inside the back of your head, your brain, inside the crown of your head and beyond. Feeling yourself present within your entire body. And again, receiving any sensations your body has to offer from this place. Connected and integrated. Now visualize yourself standing in front of all the cells in your body. Recognize the trillions of individuals you now stand in front of have nothing but the utmost support and appreciation for the person that you are. Like everything in nature, cells go through a natural cycle. There is a spring, summer, autumn, and winter. Call forward with love and appreciation those cells that are coming to the end of their time with you. Take a moment to express your heartfelt gratitude for all that they have done. Give them a collective hug as their unconditional service to you comes to an end. Now address those groups of cells that are currently in their most vibrant and liberated phase of life. Thank them for all they do and take a moment to define the energy you would have them hold for you. Radiant health, a state of flow and presence, radical and complete acceptance and respect. This is your chance to inspire that which you want from within. Finally, look to those cells that are just coming into existence. Express your excitement for the community they will create and the collaboration you will experience together. Let them know the energy the future you chooses to embody. Make that choice now. Take a moment to feel what you have created in this practice. Acknowledge the powerful choices you have made over the course of this meditation. Before opening your eyes, become aware and notice all the feelings from your Sankalpa, the intention you created at the beginning. Feel your feelings. Notice if any new ideas arise, any intentions for the rest of your day, and be led with grace into your new inspired action. When you are ready, Slowly start to bring your awareness back into the room. Gently tracing your thumb across your fingertips. Placing your hands on your body 
Rub yourself back into awareness as you gently crack open your eyes and take in the space around you. Thank you, Olympia. Thank you. That was beautiful. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Join Dion again next week to learn more about what you can do to go from hot mess to awesomeness.